everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, cursed video game ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I am one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. AJ, I have wonderful news. You won the lottery, and we don't have to pay for anything ever again. <laughs> I wish. Because you and I are legally married, sucker. You should sign a prenup, oh, idiot. Oh, shit. <laughs> Prenups are always such an interesting conversation to hear because it's either going to go like super smoothly. By the by the by the way, those who don't know what a prenup is, it is a it is a legal document that you sign prior to marriage saying if you ever get divorced, uh, your assets are treated separately. So rather rather you like you don't have to split shit 50 50 you get it you keep all your shit so prenups are always like weird to me because it's like it's either gonna go smoothly of like oh yeah you don't know you know you never know life's a, life's crazy or it's like uh or it's taken as like in the back of your head like oh does this person think it's not gonna fucking work out either way that's depressing aj i want to talk about more positive things your boy's vaccinated <gasps> yo Dude, I'm fucking, I am, I got my shots. My arm feels like it's going to fall off, uh, admittedly, but no allergic reaction. I'm, it's, it's one step towards like a, like a better time, dude. I get to go outside again. I can go see shit. I can go watch the Demon Slayer movie. God, I'm so fucking excited. And I get to come up and see your ass in a couple of months. And you and I I, are going to fucking hang out. It's going to be so good, dude. Life is good. Just a couple of months, dude. Things I just are wanted to share that with everybody. To normal, slowly yeah, but seriously. surely, we're getting there. Seriously, and you know, I know, that, like, a just personal thing for all the listeners at home. I am sure your year has been like wicked fucking hard, and just like it, you, we've you've been through something, and it, it, I, I think it's gonna be great that you know the world's gonna open up. You're gonna do all the cool shit that you want. I know I am, um, and it's it's awesome. It's just awesome. There's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of little positivity this weekend, and I think. I just want to enjoy that as a moment, you know? Yeah, no, like, getting vaccinated was maybe, like, the first, like, big sigh of relief that I felt in Mm -hmm. a grip. Like, there's just something really, really nice about having, like, by no means does it mean that, like, everything's over and, like, oh, look, we've got the vaccine, time to go out. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I know there's all sorts of stuff about, like, you can still be a carrier and things like that. Yes, but yes, like yes, yes, yes. the idea that we're at that phase where we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel is such a yeah, relief. Th- yeah, it's like it's a sign that things are getting better, you know. And like it's, is it like better? Is it like perfect now? No, of course not. But it's it's one step towards that, and and I think that's just really cool, and I think it's really awesome. And dude, there's there's something in that drug, and it's called happiness. <laughs> it's the five G, baby. It's you've, the fi- <laughs> you've been implanted with the five G. <laughs> Oh, dude! The and best now the si- now you're being tracked by the system. Bad news: <laughs> they'll know every time you take a dookie. Good news: See- your self service <laughs> is going to be so much better. Was it worth it? Was it See, worth I- letting the man know when you got your pants down? Uh, I mean, like, fuck! They already know, dude. If you have a phone, they know where you're at. You know what's actually funny though? My favorite thing is I've I've heard people call it. Uh, it has Satan's microchips in it. That's a legit thing. Yeah. It, well, but you know what was so funny? The mo- the first time I heard that, my mind just flashed back to the Little Nas video. I'm like, these are probably the same people who think the Little Nas video is like the end of our society, huh? The one where he, I mean, like, like, he is Satan the lap dance. The their, mind, their mind is so like fried and frazzled with like conspiracies and like 
bad thought juice that like of course they're gonna be thinking like oh it's got satan's microchip in it but here's the thing if you look at like other pieces of evidence i see how they get there right because like every every person that i know that like has gotten vaccinated and like the run-up to getting vaccinated people are like i'm going to kiss all of my homies on the mouth and Ah. if you're one of those like crazy idiot brain dead people that's like oh kissing other people's satan's work (laughs) you're gonna be like kissing the homies satan microchip Uh, they're just together i honestly here's the thing i don't see the parallel there but it is fascinating because you've got a good brain well oh thank you i i i I like to think i have a good not mucked up with fucking (laughs) just just weird right-wing conservatism values i i i i take that as a compliment thank you no it's just like it in a weird way, like, I get, like, fucking wigged out anytime, like, I'm talking to somebody like that. They're, like, they, these are, like, the same people that are also, like, oh, going to college is indoctrination and shit like that, too. Liberal, <laughs> liberal value. And, and I cringe inside, like, anytime I hear that, because I'm, like, you are gone. You're far gone. But it also, <laughs> in a weird way. do this. In a, in a weird fucking way, it fascinates me, like, how people draw comparisons. Like, like, exactly like you were saying, it sounded crazy. What you said sounded nonsensical. But there are people that think that way. And there are people who are like, yeah, totally makes sense. Totally makes sense to my brain that you, you, Satan's microchips. When you, you want to kiss your homie? No kissing homies. We don't enjoy kissing homies here. Um, must be Satan. What a sad existence uh, that must be. Yeah, not kissing your homies? It's fucking, it's, it's a life I don't want to live, AJ. I live to kiss my homies. <laughs> to spe- spe- <laughs> Especially after this year I've had, dude. I'll kiss all my homies. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, kissing homies is only what we do part of the time on this podcast. What we do every week is we take your lovely, rancid video game ideas and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. Hopefully, they make us lots of money. So, AJ, do you want to give a first submission or do you want me to give a first submission? I'll give the first submission. This one comes from Eddie Feely on Twitter at EddieF419. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill the video game. Oh God. Now, okay. <laughs> this is so, so very funny to me. Because like, okay. we've like as we all know, we here at Spiritual Successor love dating games because there's just yeah. such a variety to that. It's our main export, really. I feel like but we've like, done more Yeah, go ahead. As far as, like, the dating video games things, I know that one thing that has been explored is the idea of, like, you know, the person you're going to put the smooch on could also be the killer, right? There's that one video game visual novel that I'm sure a lot of people have thought about, and I don't even know if it's, like, I don't know if it's a compromised thing or what, but Dramatical Murder is a series where, like, you could go out and kiss the boys, but every boy has a bad end where he kills you. Ooh. I think I've one never of them heard of this game, body. but it already sounds not good. That sounds so, like... Yeah, no, ooh, that sounds kind of horrible. Problematic. What if, we could, what if we could flip it and we set uh-huh. up a dating game where everybody... Like, there's three people that you can date, marry, or kill. Okay. I'm sorry, that you oh, can fuck, and, marry, or kill. Oh, interesting. So are you saying that you, the main character, have three dateable options and... There will one be guaranteed. One of them you're gonna marry. One of yeah. them you're gonna fuck, and one of them you will have to kill, have to murder. Oh my god. Okay. But depending oh, on what path interesting. you go, like it like, could be justified murder. Maybe one of them's a vampire, or maybe <laughs> one of them's like an evil Frankenstein. AJ, or it is 2021. Them... Just because somebody's a vampire doesn't mean that we kill them. It doesn't work that way anymore. It's like it's like it's early 1900s. Oh, you're right. You're mindset. right. Sorry, yeah. I, I misspoke. Maybe they're a mean vampire. 
No, that uh-huh. you find out they're a right wing conservative, and then it's that's it. That's, that's just, <laughs> so, strike that for the record. Strike that for the record. I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I have like I just I I spent You're a fucking. Today. I spent you an must afternoon. have had a run in with a family member on I, Facebook. I made I made the mistake of like talking to my family about getting vaccinated and then getting an earful from all of them of like vaccines. You, you know they rush the vaccine, right? And you know that you know <laughs> how do how do you know it's safe or like this is just a form of government control? I have really bad family members. Just 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 to not it just. Uh, none of them listen to the pot this podcast because none of them live in the modern era. So like, it, it, it's, I'm not worried about it about them hearing. This. None of them have 5G, so they can't download the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you need 5G to stream this podcast, um, <laughs> and none of them are gonna touch it. But um, okay, circling back, circling back, circling back. So you find out. Yes, you're right. There is like one route where it's justified murder, where you find out like. The person you have to kill is going to kill you, the partner that you're choosing to marry. or Exactly. Um, yeah, it's a so, real Tom Clancy type justified murder, you know? In, interesting. Could you do, a, you know, just to, I want to throw a little bit more layers onto this. So what if this was a dating game in phases? So, you, uh, and what I mean by that is you start out, there are three options and you have to decide, fuck, marry, kill the first three people. But then after that, there's a part two to the game where you are actually given new two new dateable options. And then it becomes this juicy thing of like, you are, are you going to continue this relationship, uh, this married relationship, or are you going to have a spicy affair with one of the two new people? And then you are prompted with the same decision with these three new people. Fuck, marry, I'm kill again. I'm going to shift it one more time because I love okay. what you're doing here. My mm-hmm. one adjustment is that they aren't new characters. It's the same batch of three. You start the game. You're given a batch of three to fuck to fu- fuck a ghost. To fuck, fuck a ghost. Fuck a ghost. Fuck a ghost. The is that what second. You're the, no, no, no. The first. <laughs> well, maybe one of them's a ghost. You're gonna yeah, have because you're well, gonna kill the AJ. Ghost what the is first going to be a section, problem when the first you section hit the ends with one of them act. dying. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm okay, proposing okay. that you were given the three the three interests. You can fuck one. You go to the second phase wait, you, of the game. Can you do that Chapter again? Wait, can, one, you, done. can you give that to me again? The the connection delayed a little bit. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Could... You can fuck the first right. in the first phase. <laughs> so we need to take that audio clip and just have. I can have that as a time. Anytime you text me, That's I just have be my you text. say. <laughs> <laughs> So the first, the first phase, the first chapter of the game, uh-huh. right? The game will be uh-huh. broken down into three chunks, just like the hit video game Dragon Age 2, drawing a lot of inspiration from that one. There will be okay. journalists going crazy about how much this game reminds them of Dragon Age 2. Uh-huh. So chapter one, you choose which one of the three interests you want to fuck. Chapter two, you choose which one of the three interests that you want to marry. It could be the same one, could be one of the other ones. Who's to say? The third chapter, you get put into three into one of three dire situations where you must choose one to kill. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you get credits. Okay. Well, okay, so I, I'm a little bit Oh, okay. So you're suggesting the What's to be what's to be fuck- confused? Chapter one, fuh. Chapter two, marry. Chapter three, kill. I I don't know, cause it's like I think 
I think it all hangs on that one decision at the end. I think it all should culminate into one decision, not necessarily phases, because then, like, what happens when... Also, I feel like you could... The person that you decide to fuck could be also be the same person that you marry or kill, because it's a dating game. You're going to go on dates with them. Yeah, you could choose one of the three of them at each one of these tantamount chapter-closing uh-huh. decisions. I th- no, I, th- I think it should all culminate into one big decision at the end, where it's all, like, all of the drama culminates into this climax, yeah, um, of, <laughs> of fucking marrying and killing, all in, like, within one night or whatever. Um, and then, then you could go the thing where it's like, maybe you're given the same batch of characters again. And this could be the sequel where it's like, fuck Mary two, where it's the characters are like, it's the same characters, but they're older. This is like maybe five years into their marriage. And it's not that they're unhappy, but it's like, you know, like there's this juicy proposition of, of a, of a, a, an affair with an ectoplasmic being from the afterlife. You know, like, I, I think there's, there's some juiciness in that. Um, (laughs) you know what the problem with it is? Yeah. What's up? There's not enough fucking, is that what you guys say? The problem, you know what? That isn't the wording I was going to go with, but you're right. There isn't enough fucking in one run. So might I propose to you this? A video game called, a video game titled Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh-huh. Three protagonists. Yes. And. Oh. What's what what we what we all love in video games these days is the concept of a replay, a new game plus, right? That's what uh-huh, made Undertale uh-huh. such a hit. That's what made me play Infamous, all of the Infamous games, at least two times over. So my, I'm going to propose a video game where, like, we love Undertale because there's the peace run and the murder run. What if yeah. we did a dating game where there was the peace run, the horny run, and the murder run? Where you could just go all three run. on one I, run. I can, I can picture it now, an IGN article of, like, a guy through of the horny run of Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, just, like, all the beats you need to hit. Um, okay, you're on to something here. Can I throw another curveball at you? Just, to, like, just to see if w- w- the stew work out. We got some Why cooking. Why don't you go I ahead and pitch, pitch this curveball at me, so, and I will decide whether I hit it and knock it out of the park, or whether I just walk away from this and make you give me another submission you, from the bucket. You mentioned three protagonists, and I don't know if you meant, like, in the sense of there are three player characters or there are three... Uh, three love interests was three the love interests. intention. But that triggered something into me. Is there a way you can do this as, like, a monster prom sort of vibe where it is a multiplayer <gasps> game where three characters... Because, no, here's the thing. Destin, if Destiny's taught us anything, games with three characters in it are fucking hot right now. So you, me, and our buddy Andrew are playing this game, Fuck, Mary Kill, and each one of us has to figure out which route we're taking. Like, I'll you take the fuck route because you're a horny boy. I'll take the murder route because I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I, I like horror. And Andrew is a, sans, a soft, sensitive man, I think, and we'll take the Mary route. Um, and so have, you would okay wait if we're going with the competitive or like the, uh-huh. the multiplayer aspect i want to drop it back to the system where you don't get if it's multiplayer you don't uh-huh. get to choose to just do like a all fuck all marry all kill if it's uh-huh. multiplayer you are all given the same batch of characters every mm-hmm. player must fuck one marry one kill one does this propose the idea that you could you could KS and kill steal somebody? Yes, absolutely. But not just yes. kill stealing because you're both trying to kill the same person, but kill mm. stealing because I see I see Blake, you know, Blake getting a little bit flirty with someone. <laughs> no points for Blake. <laughs> oh, so it's like in a way it's like a hidden it's a hidden objective kind of game of like you're 
are you trying it to doesn't like, even have to be a hidden objective on... thing it, it is more of just like you are able to stop mm. your f- friends from dating by killing ah. their date okay but here's it's the thing a, the you can't just do it outright sequel, but instead yeah. of you all being monsters that go into the school you're monster hunters you're like three different monster hunters going to the <laughs> monster prom and you're gonna do a murder Oh my god. Okay. But okay. Also okay. Maybe fall in love and maybe get it on. So, okay, the point the if we really distill this game down to a basic thing, it's you are trying to achieve your end goal of of marrying, Fuck, marry, fucking or killing somebody. And killing and all trying three. You not need all three and because trying, each one is one point. Yeah. And trying not to let the other players know what your end goal is. So it's or like, at least making sure that they don't stop you from it. Yeah, I and think, the, I, I, because I, th- I I think the mind games aspects of it are so good, right? If I could mm-hmm. go into a game saying like I don't know how, but I'm gonna kill that ghost girl. Mm-hmm. So could you do a thing then? Is there like mini games, like competitive mini games, <laughs> like honey, like I'm picturing like Honey Pop, but like you and I are all competing like on the same board to get matches or something. And depending on how well you do, that's the one that gets to make the decision in that moment. So like, I'd like say you're trying to kill the person I'm falling in love with. There's like, there's some vampire girl that I, I just, I have like the hot, the hots for, and you uh-huh. want to off them. It, it, then it comes down to this like bejeweled esque game, or we can come up with some other like mini game, uh, like Mario Party esque mini games. Where that would actually be really fun because it's like each game that would max up the replayability is like the mini game is not always the same because like Honey Pop, it's always bejeweled. But this yeah, it's always is like bejeweled. But in, yeah, so, in a game where like a monster prom with a bunch of mini games, different mini games with different variables for different dates and different locations, mm-hmm. and in order to. And a com- and a more competitive aspect because you were trying to kill people. I yes. love this. Yes. I'm putting a yes. pin in Monster yep. Prom t- three. Kill. Well, this doesn't this doesn't need to be Monster Prom. I don't think. Like this, I think this could be our own individual IP. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, like, it all depends. It all depends. It all depends. All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from April Showers. Bring at Spirit. Oh wait, they changed their name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go. To, let me go to Twitter so I can get this because i guess they're calling us out for something <laughs> good uh, okay hold on hold on hold on i refuse to admit that i was incorrect though <laughs> here we go april showers bring at spiritual suck fumbling my name again at dust in your eyes uh suggest <laughs> thanks for calling us out <laughs> fucking christ <laughs> thanks friend um, that's very they suggest- good <laughs> they-, they suggest blood and chrome what if transport trans I was going to say transformers but that's not that's not how you say that. What uh-huh. if trans What if transformers were also vampires? AJ, I realized something the other day. I don't think you and I have made a transformers game since our like Pokemon S Transformers game like 2 years ago. And like I the moment I saw that I'm like let's fucking talk transformers again cuz transformers are cool as fuck. So we're trying so blood and crime. They could be cooler so, though. It could be. It could be cooler. They could be vampires. So they could be I'm vampires. Try, I'm trying to figure out what is this game. Is this a? Because Transformers is all about like saving the world from evil, evil Transformers, the Decepticons, or um, you know, planet eating or planet destroying gargantuan Transformers. It's all about saving the world. Is there a way you can kind of bring that down? Because when I think vampires, I think of like RPGs like Vampire the Masquerade, where it's like these social climbing sort of um, just tense conversational sort of like 
and and smoky rooms where everybody's sexy. Yeah, it's, it's a battle of scale, right? Like, yeah, Decepticon King. I totally forgot his name. Please help. Who's the evil Megatron? Decepticon? Thank you. When like Megatron's out for world domination, but you never heard uh-huh. of a vampire wanting world domination. That's so mm-hmm. big. Vampires mm-hmm. are much more small. Vampires are like, I want to own a county. If I could just have like a county, that'd be grand. You know, I never thought about that before. I guess vampires are very like. When you think vampires, you think of like these beings that are never satisfied, but also at the same time, they're like, yeah, I just have my castle and that's all I need. I have castle yeah, in this small town. Sit I sit down over. and they say, God, I just want to be a count, right? Like everyone knows yeah. that the picture perfect Drac- like vampire is Count Dracula, the uh-huh, owner of uh-huh. a county. That's it. Small. Uh-huh. Like fuck, even relatively medium sized dreams. Even like the vampire king from the freaking uh, what's that one? Uh, what's that one movie where it's like it's the dudes like half uh, vampire, half lichen, and you have Daywalker. No, not Daywalker. It's it's the vampire and lichen. That's underworld. 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 Yes, 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 yes. So even the like the strongest vampire in that world was just like I just want to protect my brother. That's all I really give a shit about. That even even like the most highest hailed vampires in that world were like, ooh, ruling the whole vampire society on my own. No, no, I think just actually I'm going to create a giant jar where I will rotate out who's in charge. I'm going to rule for like three years, then I'm going to go get in the big jar, and you can pull out one of the other three leaders to rule for a couple of years. Because so ruling all we... of this sounds like so uh-huh. much work. Can I please have a county? I don't so even think it to be called count and... here. So can we try and do a thing where it's a world domination Transformers game? That is about because like I like okay let's let's analyze it. Why are they conquering the world? The first thing that stands out to me is like a, a, anything with vampires is like okay this plan will result in the world being eternally night so they can. Reign I think before we can even whatever. think about goals for our Decepticons because of course the Decepticons want world domination. That's what Transformers want, and uh-huh, that's uh-huh. just totally on like a normal vampire because they're just naturally lazy and they just mm-hmm. want a county. Mm-hmm. What if what is a vampire? What is a what is a vampire transformer drink? Is it blood or is it car juice? I think it's if I remember correctly, I think I, I <laughs> you know who would actually be really good at helping is our friend Rin who just worships uh fucking we transformers. We do have friends comic. that are into vampires. So I you so, know what but what do we think? Well, here's the thing cuz if I remember correctly, they have this thing called the spark in them. And I don't know if the I, I feel like it's just electricity that that flows through their body like blood. So these are vampires that drink electricity is what I'm getting at. So like, so it's just think a of transformer like transformer that drinks on other transformers. That's yeah, I that's feel lame. like that's that's lame. You know that's lame, right? What are you What are you talking about? Like if you're trying to okay, I don't know. Like I feel like. I don't know a whole lot about Transformers, but one thing I hear a lot about is, like, just the innate eroticism with Transformers. Like, there's always sexual tension between Starscream well, and Megatron. Comics, for sure. Yeah. So You're not I, interested I, I, at all in the idea of a giant car robot trying to drink people blood? Okay, you're on to something there. Okay, okay. I want you to imagine Optimus Prime and, like, his cool faceplate thing, but also it opens up and reveals tiny fangs. Like, that's just so silly to me. <laughs> You're suggesting that he, he has tiny fangs because it just it adapted to match just tiny human necks. So there's yes. just this big fucking hulking thing. Okay, that's pretty adorable. Imagine, <laughs> I want you to imagine a helicopter, but because the helicopter is also a vampire, one, it's never out at 
one, it's never out during the daytime, and uh-huh. two, it has two tiny fangs on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I I, th- when I like that. I... Mode, the fangs are comically large, like when you see like the little like uh, punch buggies the... with fangs that people do sometimes. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But then yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. in robot mode, they're tiny fangs. Those are because pre- they're no. Built you actually to... you actually see the fangs on their breastplate. Like the fangs are there. They're just not functional. <laughs> they're just <laughs> it's like they're pieces of their collar or something. Something stupid. Like wait, that seems counterproductive to getting in on that human blood okay so let me pitch you on a game here so this is a game about world domination what if we took the far cry sort of uh gameplay where you have to go to select areas to gain control over bigger amounts of land so like in far Mm -hmm. cry 3 if i remember correctly it was like radio towers or something like that assassin's creed the territory system that we've seen in so many open world games so could you do that on a world level where it's like your transformer needs to go to different continents to control different parts of the world, and each continent would have its like own sub open world where you can like drive around because your transformers you got to be able to drive around and go go across different cities. So it's like it's if you take actually perfect here's the perfect idea. Actually, you haven't played it, but Metro Exodus is a limited open world system where like each section of the game gives you access to really in depth open worlds that have completely different biomes, weather, different like um, uh, mechanics at play, and different weapons aso- associated with them. So, could you do a game that is limited open world? So, like you start the game in New York and you take over New York, and then you go to Shanghai, and then you go to uh, the UK, or you go to uh, Thailand, or just just like really just like just different places across the world that have different like driving conditions different transformers are defending I love them because yeah yeah so it's like because you're like in any driving game you know like you look at like a driving game trailer like what's the thing they always talk about it's like beautiful locations to see on your drive and i i, I want to kind of capture that energy as well but you're also you're also transformers so you're gonna get into transformer battles in the dead of night because i'm imagining like actually you know be really fucking cool aj if we tried this this is from the perspective you play like the autobots but the autobots have all been turned into vampires and are evil and the people defending the planet are the decepticons because they're like okay i don't know Uh, why they're the autobots are running around slurping up all the human beings and the and the the decepticons are like no wait there need there will be nobody to rule yeah there will be nobody to rule and if we don't, you know, an obvious, I, what I'm thinking would be kind of cool is um, when you con- the uh, you conquer a continent or city when you convert the Decepticon running that city. So you can, like, indoctrinate uh, Decepticons by c- turning them into vampires, and that's how you control that city. And there's, like, there's, like, a bunch of little missions to do um, in, you have, you have to do, like, Maybe there are certain missions in every city that you have to do to bring out the Decepticon to you. So, like, you have to destroy the fuel things there. You have to, like, slurp up X amount of humans in every area to get the attention of the Decepticon running that area. And okay. then when they come out, sorry, then wait, you can so go So, who's take the them. vampires? The Decepticons or the Autobots? The Autobots. I'm thinking it would be kind of... So, yeah, are the we Autobot- playing as the Decepticons? We are playing as the Autobots, because I, I, I want to play it from the evil people's perspective. So okay, you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, like in that, in the new movie, I think, I mean, I, I haven't watched Transformers in a long time, but like in the new movie, Optimus Prime gets converted to evil for a little bit, right? Like he gets, yeah, he gets abducted or by an alien and gets a cool face tattoo and gets mean after that. 
Okay, so picture that, but for all of the Autobots. Like, all of them have been given, infected with the vamp, uh, like the vampires. With cool face tattoos, spark. and they all have little fangs on the front of their car yeah. mats. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and fucking Bumblebee turns into a blood red. Like, he goes from, uh, from like, I the I have a Chimera, question the about yellow. the vampire powers of a giant Transformer. Yeah. As we all know, all vampires can turn into bats. They can just kind of explode into a bunch of tiny bats. Mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. the Transformer robots do that? Uh, for aesthetic reasons, I think it'd be pretty cool. Like, it, it, but we do it this way. It's rather what do they than burst into. Picture this. Picture this. Picture this. So it's transformers. So every little piece of them, I picture this like you remember how Iron Giant at the end of the movie he blows up. Spoilers for like a thirty year old movie. Um, but all of his pieces are still like they can still move on their own. So mm-hmm. a transformer that turns that can basically disassemble itself and each piece can become like its own little bat that flies as a swarm or moves on the ground as a swarm or something like that. I want so to propose be- to you this. I don't think that they should turn into bats. Okay. What do you think? They just turn into I think that they cars. can explode and turn into tiny RC cars. Yes, exactly. You're in my space. You understand. Blake, thank you. See, it was there. You and I both knew it. We just weren't brave enough to say it. Look, but I that's, am. That terrifies me because you know why? Because like the opening of this game is just like, these people walking on the street and it's like it's midnight you know the streets lit by by gas lamp or whatever um or sodium and then you just hear and a then bunch a million of like, little rc like cars little come RC, racing like down the roads like those just that like i don't know how to describe it but it's that torque that only rc cars have like where it's like it's just like that really like sharp electronic sound of it's just like a thousand of those just running up the street and people are like and i love that because that? it has the same it has a similar sound as the noise that bats make when they when vampires oh. explode into a bunch of tiny bats so like yeah, yeah, the sound yeah. effect works and and picture dude that's going to be so fucking crazy cuz like it's like in the mummy where like all the scarab beetles cover a person and they just like evaporate that person. <laughs> it's it's exactly that, but with RC cars where they just all just they just cover up they coat a person and then that person is just nothing but bone afterward. Or actually no, like it the, the RC trucks leave and it's just like all their skin becomes taut against their bone, like they've just been sucked dry of all liquid. God, that's fucking that's that's crazy. That's awesome. I love this. Um I'm gonna put so a what, pin in it. Okay, okay, okay. Blood and Chrome. All right, AJ, give me your game. This comes from Mop, probably Callum Philpot. A competitive fan wiki game where you and a friend or enemy have one hour to make a bunch of bad fan wiki articles for the thing people are fans of. Frogs, Mm. Star Trek, Mario, etc. A hyper-complex AI judges whether or not it belongs on the wiki. Okay, okay. I, yeah, so about, the goal I, is that you mm. get to sit down and let, let's take a fandom that you and I are both a part of. Well, um, can I actually, can I combine this with another submission? Cause I think they would gel well. Can I, can I, can I pitch you on something? Yeah, and let, see me, if it let me hear what you've got. Okay. So this one comes to us on Reddit from Gray Zephyr 87, a mobile game that integrates Twitter trends into daily procedurally generated content. No one is happy about it. So the wiki articles are based off of what's trending on Twitter. No, I got it. 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 I have the game. So the go goal ahead, go is ahead. that you have to look at the trending tab for Twitter or something. You'll mm-hmm. see a bunch of stuff. Uh, let We can try this right now, right? Uh, let okay. me just go to the trending tab on twitter.com. <laughs> Dozens of Josh's battle in a field <gasps> to determine the one true Josh. Yes, this yes, yes, is yes. Perfect. 
So oh my this God, is the way awesome. the game operates. You look at oh. the trending tab on Twitter. You see this. You then have to say, okay, this is a thing. I now have to write up a wiki article so that it can go onto a fandom wiki page. Uh-huh, and depending uh-huh. – and if I can get this tied into the game – or into the wiki to the point that the AI is unable to discern whether or not it's fact or true, I win. So if I'm given the prompt, uh-huh. Battle of Josh's, my immediate brain, uh, I'm thinking Drake and Josh. Boom. I know the fandom <laughs> I'm going to attack. I'm going to write up like a mock wiki page article about the episode that definitely exists that I'm creating now in my brain. The AI doesn't know it exists. The AI is going mm. to see what I give it. But I'm going to be like, oh, you guys didn't know about season five, episode three of Drake and Josh, where Josh enters a contest of a battle of all the Joshes to prove that he's the most handsome Josh. And I'm going to just go on a tirade. I have to start writing up everything. Uh, trivia. See, this is the only I episode where you see Josh wearing sandals. Mm-hmm. Um, trivia, well, see, blah, you know blah, blah, blah. This is the well, only, what's cool about in this, this episode though, you hear the fifth time that some mm-hmm. that J- uh, Drake admits that he could absolutely body Josh in any fight ever. See, a fact what's cool, undisputed what, cool. in this episode uh-huh. because Josh is actually facing his own inner turmoils <laughs> and realizing that he's not that powerful of a competitor. Like you're, you're this, really going I'm off writing here. up this whole like, episode. It is the goal. AJ, I think is you'd like see. be really good at this game. <laughs> I just, <laughs> like, you know what? I just like, got legitimately. A good <laughs> but no, no, no. The reason I like this game too is because the give and take of this is you're trying to be as uh, you're trying to get as much information out there as possible. But the more descriptive you get in it, the more opportunity there is for Wikipedia to flag it, being like, hey, that piece of information contradicts with this information. Be like, say, let's, for example, going off of what you said, the episode uh, Battle of the Joshes came out um, December 20th, uh, 2010. And then it compares to the actual Drake and Josh Wikipedia, be like, no, this episode came out on that date. That doesn't make sense. And then it flags it. So you have to be like, you have to yeah, be the pro, descriptive, pro but not will have special keywords that they know, right? Like, of course, like, I'm a master at this game, so I'm always going to list in parentheses <laughs> on aired. So, like, the uh-huh. AI will always be like, okay, so it could exist. I'm also going to make sure I don't put any dates or hard plot points, but I will put in a good amount of trivia and character tie-ins. If I remembered mm. the names of any character from Drake and Josh other than Drake or Josh, I would definitely list trivia in there about this, right? Oh, in this episode, the mean science girlfriend that Drake has, like, bullies him again. Oh like, God, that's going in the trivia. Oh, my God. Dude, like I'm getting – now I want to watch Drake and Josh. I forgot how much I like that show. But – yes, so – what is how is this something where you have all day to do it and then at like 6 p.m. the server closes and points are tallied like all of uh, uh, it's and then it, you're just shown a leaderboard at the end of it of like who's the highest scoring thing on the different tw- uh, Twitter subjects of the day because there's multiple way that because multiple things trend on Twitter Blake, throughout I'm the so day. I'm so sorry to stop you, but this is breaking news that I'm authentically excited about, and I need to tell you uh, Madoka is trending right now because we are getting another Madoka Magica movie. Yes, I, I saw, I saw, and I wasn't like, I, at the you moment saw I saw that. You saw you were going to tell me? Well, because I'm like, we're in work mode. We're in work mode right now. 
<laughs> we're trying to like do i don't okay how about this how sorry, about this, this let's, sorry that's just the greatest it. thing i could have discovered right now during this this only could have happened now while looking at the trending page. okay now now that you open the pandora's box let's talk about madoka magico what the fuck are they gonna do it's see i i, I feel like the series and actually well it, it was vague but also uh, like uh, you know, spoilers heavy spoilers so heads up everybody um skip ahead i guess i'll list a time code for when no, it's safe here, again we don't need it we don't need to talk about the ending we don't need to talk about the ending all i know is is that or all my opinion is is that the end at the end of that movie somebody one person knew what was going on or suspected that things are going on and if they continue that thread it will be the most heartbreaking thing in the world if that character is the one that decides that things need to be changing i oh you think they're okay i have a lot of thoughts about madoka magica how's it going welcome to spiritual successor can I actually, I wanted to, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast, but it's actually one of my fondest memories I have with you. Um, the one, the first time you and I hung out, we watched Madoka Magica together. And this was also the same day where, cause you had a weird roommate that would take all of your like Tupperware and shit. Um, that's the day that you and I had a giant fucking mac and cheese trough that we both ate from. Yeah, together. my roommates all moved. It was at the end of our se- freshman year of college. All of my roommates uh-huh. had moved out except me, so they had taken all of the Tupperware. Well, no, they weren't even moved out yet. They just packed it all up and wouldn't they let anyone it. use it. Um, so they packed up all of the Tupperware, and they packed up all of the bowls. And uh, So I cooked mac and cheese in a pot, and then I had spoons still. So we just ate out of the pot. It was and incredible. Watched, and watched Madoka Magica, and I fucking lost my shit because, like, my – because crazy things happen at that show. Like, okay, no spoilers. Watch till episode three, and then you will be hooked to that show. Because I was like, big ups to Madoka Magica for subverting what Magical Girl anime is so fucking hard that now, like, a Magical Girl anime that is just cutesy Magical Girl shit feels like a subversion. Like, we're at a point now where, like, most Magical Girl (laughs) stuff gets so bent out of whack and goes south for people. That if you just give me, like, anyway, here's Mew Mew Power. It's just a cute magical girl anime. I, I'll be all like, I don't know. Oh, like I feel like, I feel like there's some, ooh, just a like, nice fun I, little thing. <laughs> oh, they're, take, they're taking it back to its roots. Oh my god. No, <laughs> like I, classic I, magical girl stuff. <laughs> well, I Vintage. feel like it's I feel like it's the it's Madoka Magica for comparison. It is it had as much it's of an impact on the Moon industry. Went bad. Yeah, well, moreover, I think it I think it had just as much of an impact on the magical girl genre as like Evangelion had on the mech genre. It, it okay. was that it was that fucking impactful and everything past that really changed just changed what people's expectations were of something like that. Cuz like because Madoka Magica walked so the uh Yukiyuna is a hero could fucking run. Like that's oh, that's Yukiyuna. like that's 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 another tragic series. But AJ, we, we're we're talking about magical g- girls here. Hey, welcome to Spiritual Success, where we talk about uh, right. all things anyway, magical the, girls. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what were you going on about before I got into magical girl Dude, brain rot? I I have no fucking cr- clue. All I all I know now is is like I'm thinking about best girl from Madoka Magica, where she just has she could just pull rifles from space and time and just fire them one shot. God, that fight scene's so good, where she just like throws all the rifles into the ground and is doing this fucking dance where. She she just pulls a rifle, fires it, and then grabs another one from the ground like it's a sword. It's dope. Oh, it's so fucking dope. It's so good. It's so good. Watch that. God damn this series watch is so Magi- damn good. Madoka Magica, please. It's so good. It's so good. Like you, I like, like I said, stick with us here because like 
first two episodes, it's cutesy. It feels great. It's like it's just like it's just a bunch of girls doing just girl things, eating sandwiches, talking about cats. And it's then shit goes cute crazy. Cute girls doing cute <laughs> shit, and nothing goes wrong. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Uh, is it my turn to give a game? <laughs> yeah. Give me I, another I think... video game. I love our Drake and Josh uh, wiki article game where the whole idea is to try to sneak in. Uh, episodes or th- sneak in things from the trending tab into fandom wikis so uh, this one comes to us from fish harlan at fish harland on twitter died and came back as a cowboy i call that reincarnation isekai yay motherfucker so <laughs> <laughs> um i'm trying to figure out is there a world like we could do an isekai where it's a person who knows nothing about cowboy culture and gets just teleported back into the old west and or tell either time travel to the old west or this is a alternate dimension where like how fallout is a world where nothing really moved past like 1950s 1960s culture is this a world where nothing moved past like wild west culture so so it's like there's mining going is it like a, f- a futuristic sort of thing or is this like legitimately technology stopped at the pickaxe and the revolver a, it's an isekai, but it's also yeah, a game. So, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, where's the game yeah. here? This mm-hmm. idea of somebody being reincarnated and put into a fi- into the ye old cowboy west. Yeah, this is more is of it a like world a normal than a ye old cowboy west, or is it like a Wild Arms three ye old cowboy west, where it's like, uh, yeah, it's all old school cowboy era, but also there's summons and magical guns. Could you do a thing? Because I know you and I have talked about this for a little bit now. Is there a way you can do a monster hunting game in the Wild West? Because, like, I, let me let, yeah. let me circle back. Let me circle back. What do you back. mean? Of course, there's guns so in Monster Hunter. In in Red in Red Red Bird Redemption Two, like the big thing that they like a selling point for the game was that you can go on hunts and like get animals, take animal, you know, skin the animal, take the meat, whatever, and sell those resources. Is there a way we can do an isekai where they get sent into fantasy wild West and to make a living, they need to hunt monsters and collect resources and bring it back to whatever town they're traveling. Or is this a road movie where they are going from town to town, but in between each town, they need to do a hunt that, depending on how well they do the hunt is how far they get on their road thing. And at the end of the road is like a portal to get back to their time or hey, you know, isn't sa- this Samurai just Nino Cooney? I don't know what Nino Cooney is. I know the name, but I've just never played the game or the Okay, the it's a video game that looks kind of like a Studio Ghibli thing and I think the very first in Nino Cooney 2, one of your characters is like a prince of the land and the secondary main character is some like bodyguard for the president that got isekai'd there bodyguard for the president like just wait just some cia dude just like yeah i don't know why i'm here and he kind of (laughs) is like oh a prince my son now and they go on a road trip adventure i think that's what nino kuni 2 is what if okay let me throw another curveball at you what if this is a two-player game where you are like uh, a couple let's say that got teleported and isekai'd together. One of you is an actual person with, like, a gunslinger, a cowboy, whatever, and the other one is their gun. So it's this relationship sort of (laughs) game where, like, one player is playing the gun. I don't know how we would, like, 
do mechanically do that just yet. And then the other the other person is like the character that's walking and moving about and interacting with people. So is there something there? Because like one market I, I really love, but I don't see it getting a whole lot of love right now is like games like Haven, where it's 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 a game that needs to be played with two people because it's about a relationship. It's about, you know, you are using the is Haven a co-op game. Yeah. Haven's a co-op game. It's like, yeah, it's, it was, they marketed it as like meant to be played with your partner. Like you're uh, just somebody you're dating. And I think that's so fucking cool. I think that's wonderful because it's, it's meant to be like, um, you watch this couple go through this struggle and it's, and it represents a mirror of like your own relationship. Like, you know, why the, the players at the table or players at at the console are like why they're dating, what their communication looks like. And I think that's a really cool, like, I think that's the power of video games, right? But what if we did that where, <laughs> where one character has to play their weapon or uh, maybe Soul Eater style where they can turn into that cowboy's weapon, like, and they can turn it, like, and as the game goes on, they can turn into better and better weapons, like, to start off as a rifle, like a cattleman, uh, sorry, a cattleman revolver, and then they turn to a rifle, and then they turn into uh, some shotgun or so, or something like that. So and then an it asymmetric be- co-op game where one person plays the game and the other one is all of the gear maintenance and tactic maintenance and, like, potions yes. and things like that. Yes, yes, and they are also the ones that pull the trigger. It's like, one person aims, the other one pulls the trigger, so it just, con- it requires this constant communication of you know maybe and maybe in between like because uh, I don't know if this would work as like a as a as a uh, like a third person sort of shooter like Red Dead. What if it's something like a bullet hell sort of game like gun uh, like Enter the Gungeon or uh, Hyperlight Drifter? Um, I think if you do that, then the person that is the gun gets to aim as well, and it feels a little bit more like if you were playing Halo, the old school Halo maps where like one person had to take the gunner seat while the other one drove the car. Yeah, that's a great way of that's a great way of thinking about it. So one person controls all of the movement and all of the platforming, while the other person is there, like their gun. Actually, you know, a good way of thinking about it, um, you know, like in Near, where you have that little turret that's your gun. Like that's yeah that th- yeah one person controls that turret so to speak and the other person is is like to be the one moving about and dodging yes and okay I'm alive. very into this now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like and what are, what's the so the journey is you're trying to go from town to town to town like uh rolling from the Dark Tower series like you're going from town to town experience to experience to get to this mystical structure that will solve all of your problems or get you home or you know give you the answers that you're looking for um in between towns are you fighting are you fighting like fantastical monsters are you just or is it like i think that if it's a a game that is first and foremost like about this co-op cycle between platformer and or like a action the co-op system is that one person is playing the running the jumping the leaping and the Mm -hmm. other one is the shooter then I think yeah. it makes most sense for this to be a linear game where you're just going from town to town. Maybe you meet like it, it's each town would have a boss probably like mm-hmm. each town would have a boss and the goal is just moving from one point to the other. I don't think there's yeah. a lot of like gear maintenance and I don't think there's a lot of like world exploration. I think it's a pretty linear experience of you two just going okay. on this journey so it's so it's like hey here's the town but to get to the next one you got to cross these this little like wasteland thing where it's maybe just like each a lot town of will have a puzzle that you can do before a mm. boss so the rinse mm. and repeat thing would be action platformer where you have to take on like a bunch of enemies and do a bunch of platforming 
than you do with a town where there's going to be a puzzle in the town where you have to run around and find the right things to shoot, drag, pull, and push. Mm-hmm. And then you would go into the boss fight with the sheriff in town. Yeah. And then yeah. you would move on to the next journey section, puzzle section, mm-hmm. boss section. Mm-hmm. You get to like an abandoned town that's like uh, filled with ghosts that all want to move on, but there's some necromancer keeping them grounded there for their power, and you got to kill the necromancer. Um, and with every boss, you get uh, a new ability, like a double dash or um, yeah. Time every slows boss or would give every boss would give each player a new ability. I think that's something that Ooh, would be really important that's with a game cool. like this. Is we need to make sure that it feels like a game that you should have two players for, rather than a game that just feels yeah. like it has two people playing it. What? what and so I, I think the avo- best yeah, way to ahead. kind of play with that is by giving a lot of different movement tools and a lot of different action tools to each player. I think mm-hmm. a good point point of example would be um, Ghost of Tsushima had so many toys for the player to play with that it became a bit overwhelming between the stealth mechanics, the action mechanics, the combat stances, the eight different ranged weapon tools. If we could just kind of divide that general concept in half. So the player that is running around as the platformer, they're going to get things like dodges, teleportations, um, sprint speeds, stances... Things like that, whereas mm-hmm. the person that places the gun will get different guns, the ability to pull or push enemies or items. Yeah. More ammunition, idea, more like ammunition. more like different. You know what would be kind of cool, too, Perhaps is that. Perhaps a grappling hook. Well, how about this? How about this? Like, you have different different weapons, different ammunition for those weapons, and, and different, like, different elemental or, or different power ammunition like hey you can upload you can do bouncy ammunition but that has like an electrical ability a bouncy ammunition that has a fire ability or a gravitational ability like or it and those different people. elements yeah. can be used to block different bullets in these bullet house sections because yeah, you propose the idea that being yeah, an yeah, action yeah. platformer i can't imagine mm-hmm. and you you mentioned near as a touchstone so if there's mm. big bullet hell sections, I think that giving one player the ability to adapt and adjust to bullet hells and being like, oh, there's a bunch of red orbs coming here, so I'm going to shoot those with the red so that those will be disintegrated and we mm. only have to worry about this color now. Well, you know, it might be, that might actually be something you give to the platforming character. Is uh, Remember that one game... Uh, Love, uh, love in a dangerous space time where like each person controls like one person controls the guns, one person controls the shields or whatever. So the person controlling the movement also has a shield that they can rotate around them. So they're oh. in charge of like maneuvering and defending while they're in a bullet hell scene, while the person that's playing the gun is in charge of doing all the attacking damage rather than also focusing on how to cover them. There, like it's very like each. Each person falls into a very specific role. One is movement and defense. The other one is attacking and, you know, uh, getting rid of enemies. So is that something you're kind of thinking? Like you can get like maybe they get like an actual physical shield, like a lead shield or something like Captain America style where they can like rotate it around themselves to bounce certain uh, uh, certain bullets off. But like you said, the shield needs to have a certain element tied to it to block certain bullets that they can like cycle using a D-pad or something. Um, I've got one more thing I'd like to add to this game. Okay. How familiar are you with Kingdom Hearts 3 Dream Drop Distance? Not Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom (laughs) Hearts 3DS. I am not not familiar with any of Kingdom Hearts. All I know is, is that Final Fantasy characters show up and, uh, I have, I like, I like Aerith. She's cute. Okay. Uh, 
Aerith <laughs> is in Kingdom Hearts. One of them, I think, for a brief time. Anyway, the idea of Dream Drop Distance I want to propose because Dream Drop had two protagonists, uh, Sora and Riku. But uh, very early on in the game, it introduced a timer system. Essentially, uh-huh. you would play the game as one of the characters until the timer f- hit zero, and then the game would save and force you to swap to the other protagonist. That's cool. That's really so cool. So what if we have this game where as you're running through, anytime like there's a timer constantly running, and once the timer hits zero, the gun and the human swap. So yeah, you can't run through swap, the whole basically. game with me always being the... Yeah. Like, if you and I were to be playing it, I can't be the gun the whole time. The timer's yeah. going to go off at some point, and we're going to swap. Yeah. No, I like this. It's like... It, I like that because it plays into this thing of, like, your souls are kind of disembodied, and they can be randomly put into things, or, like, shifted. And that's why you're isekai'd here. It's like your soul got isekai'd or something. But you also mentioned something that was actually really cool to me, was... um the idea that there's you said two protagonists but that makes me think okay maybe there are two antagonists to this game and what better antagonist if we're doing a game about relationships or what or whatever what if this game is about like old flames and the two antagonists are like two exes of our of our player characters and maybe it's like it could be a sort of a toxic thing this is like a this is a, an allegory about you know overcoming like previous like previously bad relationships and using the new ones to heal or using the new ones to grow past them and maybe those are the antagonists of this game and they are also like soul swapped into some big gunslinger and a, and a weapon or something like that is that, is that, that be like fun yeah just like i don't know that provides any like gameplay shit but like i think just i i love not <laughs> this the, the doing this podcast is 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 interesting because like there are certain games where we're like oh this would be just funny to look at but then there are also other games where I'm like it, it's just fun to think of the story and think of like why things are happening the way they're happening and and just it's fun to play with the narrative a little bit but uh, we're at 55 minutes so we need to pick we a need nug. to pick a nug and I'm <laughs> kind of leaning I I just because it's fucking crazy is uh. What was the first game you pitched? It was uh, it was the fuck Mary kill, <laughs> fuck the competitive the competitive monster dating and killing game. Yeah, that game's pretty fucking wild, and I could p- very easily picture it like just making you you hate your friends a little bit. Yes, like, I'm absolutely <laughs> obsessed with the idea of like because like when you and I first heard about Monster Problem, we still haven't been able to sit down and play it yet. But when you and I first I heard no about idea. it. Yeah, you and I were like, "Here's the thing that's going to happen in Monster Problem is that you and me are going to compete to see which one of us can get the date with X character first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The very uh, real quick, real quick, because I I don't know the cast too well, but who's the girl you have a crush on in in uh in Monster Problem? Now, see, I've played it, so my thought has changed. Oh, is the interesting. Thing. Oh, when okay. I first saw all the characters, I was like, Ghost Girl, hell yeah, let's party party on, Ghost Girl. But then I realized that the ghost girl has a lot of – she's got problems. She's got Polly, some Polly, – You're talking about Polly Geist, right? Yeah, she's got maybe mm-hmm. a, a few too many dependencies, if you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit too kind of free-floaty with just cocaine, mm-hmm. booze. Okay, so I I I I am gonna take a wild guess. You are into Zoe, 
because she's one like is Zoe. That's the one with the purple like tentacle hair. Oh, that's the DLC character. I think. Oh, that's the DLC. Oh, okay, so base Miranda Vanderbilt then the 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 fish lady. Yep, the fish lady's a cutie. All right, that's it. Our friendship's over, dude. We have crushes on the same girl. Like we're gonna have to compete for her love. That makes sense. But yeah. in, except in this game, in this game, dude, I could sit down with this game and I could see that purple vampire guy and I could be like, man, your vibes are rancid, purple <laughs> vampire man. I'm going to just get you. <laughs> actually, you know what would be kind of cool, too? Um, what if you set it up to where you can actually uh, make somebody go on a date with a person that they don't like? So it'll be like... I want to go out on a date with Miranda and, but you're, yours like, nope, nope. That's the girl I want to marry. And then you'd like, maybe during the mini game of some kind, you can pick what happens as a result. Be like, oh, there's a phone mix up. And guess what? You're going out on a date with Liam and he's a boring, he's a boring jerk. <laughs> Liam's a boring jerk, but you could get that foot in if you want. <laughs> uh, I do need to just like, I need you to hold off on this character though, because I will be marrying them. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's I. I. I like where this is going. Are in terms of uh, two things. Is there any boss fights in this? I don't think so. Uh, we need to talk a little bit more about boss fights. I know that, that we got we got we got some we got to figure some stuff out for that on the podcast. But that's that's a tale for another time. Um, is this just called fuck Mary kill? <laughs> fuck Mary kill. Mom. Monster problem. Fuck Mary Kill. I'm interested in Fuck Mary Kill. My problem is that I wonder that there's not enough of a monster vibe in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, could you do something like Phantasm? Fuck Mary Kill. Phantasm colon. Fuck. Mary I Kill. wonder if we could just like kind of th- th- like two birds with one stone. We sell that it's a game that people should be replaying and also a game with monsters by doing Fuck Mary Kill again. Oh, again, that feels like a sequel. <laughs> like very it does much feel like a sequel, but, but that's I like fine. that energy though, because it's like, because it, it makes me think of like, oh, is this a series? Is this something that's like, is is this something that's existed for a while and I should have known about it? I like it. So fuck Mary Kill, comma again or period again. Yeah, I think period again. We ah. mentioned earlier the idea of the mini games. Do we want to expand on those and maybe propose a different, couple different things? Or do we want to kind of commit to the idea that this is a party game wherein every time that somebody's on a date or something, mm-hmm. you load into a party game style thing? I think it loads into a party game style thing, but this is what happens and this is what changes. Um, each run of this game conversations happen at completely different locations. So like, say this is, let's do a story about uh 20 something year olds. So it's like, you could have a conversation with them at the job. It's, or they could be doing, uh, they're working at their cafe or it can happen at the park. Each location has a mini game tied to it. So say you meet up at the coffee shop, it becomes some sort of like diner dash sort of game between all of the all of the people dating or all of the people playing. And then the winner of that is the one that gets to have the conversation with that person. So it'll be like, Oh, here are the date. Here are the dateable people. Um, this is where they usually hang out. Oh, and, that's yeah. very good. So that so that way, like the locations dictate the mini game or the type so, of mini yeah. Game. So we go to the coffee shop because like for like everybody gets a turn, right? Everybody gets a turn to say who they want to go talk to. Then the mm-hmm. mini game launches. From there, we get to decide who gets to actually talk to the person by competing in the mini game. 
Mm-hmm. So you sit, you Blake, you sit down and you say, "I want to talk to this person there at the coffee shop." We go to the coffee shop. I kick your butt in the mini game, so I <laughs> get to talk to the person that you came here with the intent to talk to. Uh huh. Uh huh. Interesting. Okay. 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 And then I I like this because then it's like. How many dates do you and th- think there are? And this are? is where the bartering happens, right? This is where the real, like, game of it happens because now I have the permission to talk to the person. I could be like, hey, Blake, I'll let you mm-hmm. talk to this person, but the next game you have to sit out. You know what I mean? Like, oh. now, we, now we start doing the bargaining, the, yeah. the push and the pull of this. Okay. The, real, okay. the real politics of dating and killing monster people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, okay, fuck yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. Dude, fuck yeah. Okay, so fuck, Mary kill, period, again. again. That's a game. That's a That's game. That's a game, baby. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for Let's patch notes? Let's go to patch notes then. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. This week, we just wanted to say the world is opening up, and that is a joyful thing, but also uh, there are a couple things to be to, to be safe about. Make sure you get vaccinated if you can. Make sure to stay safe out there. We are still in a pandemic, um, but we just want to say uh, we hope you guys stay safe out there. And um, The work's uh, not yeah. done, team. Like yeah. We're getting vaccinated, but make sure that you are going out to seek out vaccinations if you can. Make sure that you're following the rules about those dates for those vaccines as much as you can as well, because I know you're supposed to wait a week or two after your second shot yes. or two weeks if you just get the two weeks, first. Two weeks incubation period after your second shot. At least that's on the Pfizer. I don't know how um, the Johnson & Johnson thing works, but, you know, that's – yeah, they, I, just read up. We are at the point where we see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we do have to make sure that we are patient getting there. We are mm-hmm. so close to things being – a little bit normal again yeah (laughs) i think that's a good way of describing it a little bit normal but you know like i think i think this is awesome because we got a little bit of hope now um and the world you know we get to go out go do some shit again have some laughs and find some joy again outside and i think that's i think that's really wonderful and we you know hope as much as as much as we can we hope that you all stay safe out there and that you know you achieve everything that you that you want to do Thank you all so much, as always, for listening. The intro and outro music we use is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. Also, speaking of that... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, speaking of that that game, my fucking physical copy came in. Woo! Woo! My physical came in two days ago also. I'm very excited. Time to sit down and play through that with a couple friends. I'm AJ Hart. And I'm Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games... That should not be made.